Somebody tweeted me during the break and reminded me of the simpler times of the 90s. Remember when Bill Clinton went on Arsenio to play his sax? Oh, man. Remember those moments? I would have voted for old Slick Willie, no questions asked. I mean, before I knew about, you know, all the bad things he's done. But I'll never forget they ran an extremely emotional piece on him on 60 Minutes right before the election. And I already kind of liked him but didn't know too much about him. And this piece was about, like, how abusive his mom was and, like, how he had overcome that and everything. And, I, and I'm like, man, I got to get out there and vote for this guy. I would love that. I don't think – well, I voted – I voted for Obama the first time, and when I voted for him then, that was the most excited I've ever been to vote for anybody. Yeah. yeah I remember finding out about Barry when he was a Chicago senator, I think, and um, I was like, this guy seems pretty interesting. Got a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of dyna- yeah. dynamic ideas, and he could change it. Like, you wanted a guy who could change America. Yeah, it was like, this is it. It was like, this is the guy who's going to do it differently than anybody else did and who can bring us together. And, you know, didn't vote for him a second time, but, you know, it was fun while it lasted. Who's the unifier right now? It's not Biden and it's not Trump. Um, who's who's the guy or lady who could bring us all together, Who could who could next election go... Stop this bull crap right now. We're all Americans. Four years from now, hopefully COVID will be a thing of the past, but who knows? I just I just wish that person existed right now that we could get um, excited about. I'm trying to think because I, I don't know because the problem is, is that we, and I think a lot of people say that's what they want, but I don't know if that's who excels and who actually does well. Right. Because people don't. They, they only want to hear what they think they know. They don't want to think differently. It takes effort to change your mindset. And right now, people only want an echo chamber. You only want people in your life who agree with you. And I never wanted to live like that. I love the disagreements. I love that there are people I value a lot who are voting for Trump for their own reasons. Yeah. I, I love that. I'll I'll sit and argue with them all day long. I'll be like, John, what? Oh. Uh, yeah. and, and you can have these discussions about why you feel that way without saying that you're this way or you're this way. Well, and just like me, like I've got friends, you know, that supposedly say they voted for Joe Jorgensen when I know they voted for Joe Biden. And it's like, I still love you, man. I'm sorry, the music somehow turned yeah. itself oh, up. By the way, me. I've got the voice of the person who's going to save our country. You do? Yeah. All right. Honestly, like we joke around. If, if Jesse six months ago decided to run for president and had Titus O'Neill as his running mate. He's in. And and, and I'm going to take it one step further. His This interview and these words that he shared, I think they're being silenced by the media because all of a sudden I can't find it where it doesn't sound like that. I've played that from three different sources, and for some reason that's the way it's coming out. It's a, being silenced. A lot of people, I think, if Joe Biden were up against anyone else, they wouldn't be supporting Joe Biden. No, and most people didn't. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, in the primaries, <laughs> you know, he, he was not popular. But because he's up against the person that they view as the devil incarnate, they're forced, if you will, to support Joe Biden. But I don't know how many people can look at both of them and go, mm, no, no, none of the above, please. I'll take neither of those. Drew Gobble Live, hello, who are you? Hi, is it me? It is. What's your name? Oh, Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Awesome. Hi. I had just, like, thing on this whole topic. Nowadays, like, since so many people are just, like, 
all the way Trump or all the way Biden and they don't see anything else. I think now it's mostly Instagram and like, because it's mostly my youth. Like right now I'm 22, so it's all my generation and we get all our information from things that aren't true. And I think with Instagram, how it works now is that whatever you like or whatever you view, it shows you more of that. That So let's say you are Trump and you are all about it. It's going to show you everything wrong about liberals and wrong about Biden and vice versa. So I think so many people now, yeah, for my generation, they think they know politics and we know absolutely nothing. They think right now, which I run a business and it's in construction. And so for me, obviously, sorry, Sorry, that was George Bush. No, no, George Bush wanted to interject. Uh, you know what, though? It's it's interesting you say all that because it's happening to older people, meaning myself as well, except it happens on Facebook with us. That's uh, that's our social media. In other words, you kids have Instagram. We have our Facebook owned by the same uh, evil genius. Uh, but you you get your quote unquote news from it and not all of it is real. And then you have these discussions with people where you're calling you know, that's why I, I can't stand when I see, like, uh, all these liberals hate America and they're fascist and they're trying to burn things down. Well, all Republicans are hatred, hate-filled, racist Nazis who wanted blah, blah, blah. Like, when, when, we, when we paint with such a broad brush, we lose the things that bind us as people, these unifiers. And it's up to your generation, Morgan, and I hope you are ready for the responsibility to fix this crap, because in about 20 years, I'm going to be in a nursing home, defecating in my diapers, and probably playing a little game of grab ass with every nurse that walks on by, relying on you kids out there who will then be adults to fix this mess that we left you. Yeah, no, I agree, because the main thing is, like, we now, I think since COVID happened, so many people got laid off, and they like the free money. I think my generation we're lazy we don't understand like you have to work for the american dream i mean maybe that's just me saying that i know tons of kids my age that are so lazy so when they come and they think free is free free is not free they don't understand that you still have to pay for it and the fact that they have to tax these higher companies that like mine my own i i'm now gonna if we get biden i'm gonna be taxed so much that i won't be able to afford employees so we're taking away bigger it's like a bigger picture. So that did I, I hear, think a lot of am I to imply then that you were voting for Donald Trump for a second term? Donnie. Yes, I am. I, I mean, I don't think like he's the greatest person, but one, he wasn't always in politics. He decided to go for, and he's always been a businessman. I know everyone's going to be like, well, he went bankrupt and this and that, but mm-hmm. one, he, he moved money around smartly and he understands how the business goes and saw his dad. What about the Chinese bank account, Morgan? What? <laughs> Nothing. I was just being John McLaughlin for a second. He's an old dude who even no, my, my generation doesn't remember. Hey, listen, I've enjoyed this discussion <laughs> tremendously. I have to move on, but thank you very much for your call. Thank you for being politically active and a business owner. Call again. We need more voices like yours out there, okay? Awesome. Have a great Yeah, you too. Have a great one. So here's something very interesting. I'm very hung up on this Jesse Ventura audio. Yeah. He was speaking at an event for a for a presidential candidate named Brock Pierce who is who, that's who Jesse Ventura is supporting the kid is he's he's young and he was in the Mighty Ducks well, I'm sorry he's he's endorsing a Mighty Duck for president the, guy, the kid was in Mighty Ducks and now he's running uh yeah a trip that's who Jesse's Jesse's standing by. Yes, yes, that, that audio that one day I hope that someone will be able to hear uh that's where it came from is his speaking engagement with Brock Pierce for president 
Drew Gobble Live, hello, who are you? Mighty Ducks. That's star. crazy. Yes, this is Nick. How are you? What's up, Nick? Hey, how are things going, guys? Things are going good, man. Thank you. Just talking to some people about some stuff. How are you today? I'm doing well. Hey, I was listening to you, and you were, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you were kind of wanted to get a little insight of, like, who the future leaders could possibly be. Sure, yeah. In four years, who are we going to be looking at? Because, uh, you know, again, I don't like either of these candidates uh, for president. So in four years, hopefully we'll have some new blood in there. Who's going to be that person? Bring us. Together. I've got. I've got maybe a dark horse. No pun intended. Oh. Um, I like John James. John might know who. Uh, John might know who that is. John, John who's James John James? Book you, Googling. You, you can go on. I don't know anything about John James, but you can tell John me. John James is running. John James is running for uh, Senate in the state of Michigan in Metro Detroit. Okay. All right. 39 years old, Republican, faith and family, God and country, service before self. See, I, I don't know, man. Like, when you bring religion into it, I, I, if you're spiritual, that's awesome, great, love your God, whatever. I just don't think that that belongs in politics. I think it alienates people who don't have the same belief well, system that you do. Well, I think that I think that Joe Biden, I think that any candidate that we're going to get is going to have some sort of faith-based into them. I'm not no, no, I'm not saying you I'm can't have faith. I'm just saying, like, don't you know, when, when you make that part of your platform, when the when when it says right here on your website, faith and family, God and country, for those who choose not to believe, uh, it, it alienates them slash us. But here's the, but here's what but here's one thing to think about, Drew. Go ahead. In the sense of this is that, and you might agree and you might not agree. Maybe is that he he is going to go. He fits the demographics of. Um, of a of a part of the that's been missing with the Republican Party that they haven't really had a stronghold on. And if he goes in there, and if he does become a good uh, U.S. senator from Michigan and does a good job, sure. um, he's going to attract a group of uh, voters, a base. Go ahead, John. Well, no, he's he's speaking really, like in, he's speaking in riddles. He's saying that if this man who is black can do really good within the Republican Party, then maybe he will be able to bring more of the black vote over, which would ultimately bring the country together. I think that's what he's trying to say. I think that's a pretty good assumption. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I got to tell you, I'm reading through the principles of Brock Pierce. This is the guy that um, <laughs> the Mighty Duck, the Mighty Duck, and yeah. I got to tell you, he's got all these different um, like bullet points, but one of them really hits me because I think it's what has to happen next. It's it's healing, healing, mm. like what's important that happens to the country next. And it says healing, whether as individuals, businesses and communities or as a nation, species and planet, we need to heal from illness to wellness, yep. increasing our ability to function. And it goes on saying, like, we as people and we as a nation, we need we're, we're kind of broken. We are, dude. Individually, nationally. Look at the look at the way we feel. Look at the way we are right now, manipulated and divided. Well, and actually sick as well. Oh yeah. Oh, physically sick. Yeah. I didn't even think about that part. Hey, uh, do you have the audio of there over of uh, Sheriff Bob G? Because um, I want to get to that when we come back and do it's okay, it's not okay. We're so freaking late, and I'm sorry. Uh, but when we come back, armed guards at voting precincts in Pinellas County, where the mayor is saying one thing. And the sheriff is saying another. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, they at least uh, they disagree, they disagree on on a on a basic part of what what happened with these armed guards in St. Pete. I don't know why or how there are armed guards where you're voting, 
but we'll we'll make some sense of it next. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.